Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Boyos Discuss, the podcast where we pick a topic and then shoot the shit about it for a while. This week, we're talking about episode 7 of Shenmue the Animation, which is titled... I'm Matthew, and I'm joined by my co-host Ben. How's it going? Good. So before we get into the synopsis, there is a bit of Shenmue news again this week. Um, so back in 2018, um, basically a group of filmmakers announced a Kickstarter for a documentary about the franchise. And uh, after a few setbacks over the years, um, there was like I think a fire at one point where they lost well, a bunch of their equipment and uh, you know hard drive failures and stuff like that. We finally have a release, sort of. Um, so basically, if you're a Kickstarter backer, then they basically gave you um, basically early access to a pre-release digital version of the documentary. And uh, since I did back it, I got a chance to watch it, and I think the wait was worth it overall. Um, I actually watched it with my dad, and he's not really in the know of what the franchise is, and he's like, okay, I get it now, you know? Hmm. So um, eventually I'm going to make you watch it, but we'll get there. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> So, uh, you know, stay tuned for his thoughts in the future on that. But um, with that out of the way, there are going to be spoilers for this week's episode of the anime as well as the games. So we do recommend listening to this after you've watched it either on Toonami or Crunchyroll. So let's get into the synopsis. I feel um, like we need another disclaimer on like that we suck at pronouncing Chinese names. There's yeah. a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, we're doing our best, uh, but we're two white guys that... This well, is our experience, like and, and many others. <laughs> at least, like, when you've played the games, they pronounce things a certain way in the games, and they do not pronounce them that way in the anime. <laughs> or, That's I guess, good. like, it's the same with, like, the Japanese dub of the games, I guess, as well. Like, I'm going to call them the Wudoo because that's how they called it in the English version of the games. Whereas, yeah. like, yeah, it's, like, obviously, it's probably, like, Wuda or something different like that. But Day, yeah, kinda. it's like I'm a, I'm gonna say it how I know it. So um, we open up on this episode with uh, Rio talking to Master Tao inside of Manmo Temple, and uh, Rio basically doesn't believe that she's the master that he's looking for, and they're sort of giving him shit about that. They're like, well, you know, how else can we prove this other than you know sparring with her? And, and he's, uh, like, he's, he's like, I don't fight women. Yeah, they're beneath me and my penis. Uh, I don't know about that, but, but, um, as a man, I can't justify fighting the weaker sex because they're so feeble minded and subservient. We didn't know Rio was a part of the patriarchy, but this, and he has it. no problem fighting old men though. So he'll it's be, probably why he's so fucking throw down with, uh, you know, and not pulling. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No holes barred spar against a fucking 80 year old, but oh, woman, <laughs> but, uh, he tries fighting her and, uh, he can't lay a single punch or kick on her he does the uh you know signature move the swallow dive and of course he has to say the swallow name dive swallow dive as he does it <laughs> but uh lightning bolt <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't work uh and so she basically like locks him in this like move where she has her like finger on a pressure point behind his ear and she's like yeah if i was the one you were trying to fight you'd already be dead basically and he's like oh shit i suck <laughs> um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, after that, um, she basically tells Rio that she's not going to help him and that he's better off just leaving Hong Kong and, uh, you know, she's right. dropping all of it. Yep. Well, I don't know about that, <laughs> but <laughs> she's another, she, this is another responsible adult. Good for her. Yeah. I mean, how old yeah. are you? Huh? What? 
<laughs> no, she doesn't even need to know that he's trying to kill a cartel leader. She's just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, no, no. What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you here? Go home. <laughs> so um, after the intro song, we have Rio leaving the temple and uh, this girl who's sort of like, I guess, an assistant at the temple named Fang Mei. She sort of pokes fun at him uh, for losing the sparring mas- match with uh, Master Tao. I guess she was sort of watching that and she's like, yeah, no one's ever able to beat Master Tao. She so. does the anime wink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, from there, Han Hui, who is the uh, the guy with the mustache, the monk who works at Manmo Temple. Yeah, Stalin uh, stash. Yeah, Stalin I stash. Got it. Got uh, it. <laughs> he, uh, you know, sort of scolds Fong Mei and he's like, get out of here, you scamp. And she's like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, he tells Ryo that uh, in order to find Yandazu, um, he essentially needs to learn the other three wudu, and he tells him that he needs to go to the Guang Martial Arts School in order to sort of figure out what the next one is. But uh, he heads over to the Guang Martial Arts School, and uh, these and they're two like fucking... Guang School. Yeah, I mean, the, in the, you mean the text <laughs> on the screen? No, I mean like like a pun. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but uh, he shows up there, and there's these two guards with these massive swords that almost cut his face off. That was unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Is that what they do to everybody? Apparently. What if there's just, like, a guy... I guess they... He's the, like, I, I gotta go to the bathroom, and they're just like, whoa! <laughs> like, they gotta fucking really flex that hard on everybody trying to get in. Yeah, it's like, this is a martial arts school. Then why are you using swords? <laughs> How about that? Swords and martial arts, right? It's un- like it's unnecessary. Yeah, but uh, it's cool because like that is how it happens in it's the like game. Gerudo Valley. Yeah. No, this is China. <laughs> they do that in the game though too, and it's just sort of like there's a lot of stuff throughout this where it's like they really, and I'm glad because like the stuff in Yokosuka there were deviations, but I feel like with this one um, and the first episode when we're in Hong Kong as well, they really have sort of stuck with uh i guess the material which i think is good yeah um but uh yeah those guards block him and then the master of the school whose name is zosan uh tells them or tells them to let him pass basically and uh rio asks the master about the voodoo and uh we get a bit of backstory from zosan who is like you know i'm not really worthy to speak about them since i basically ruined a man's life and it sort of ends that scene that's ominously a stretch yeah like i was expecting some crazy shit i'm like oh my god did you death touch him did you fucking kill bill exploding heart this man but we'll get into that yeah Yeah. (laughs) but uh so after that uh rio sort of walks off from the school and uh, he meets up with joy and he asks her where he can find a skilled martial artist and she says she doesn't really know of any and then she asks him out on a date pretty much she's like hey i should show you around the city Mm -hmm. and he's like Fuck off, bitch. <laughs> no time for thoughts. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so um, then after that, she sort of has her memory jogged and she's like, oh, yeah, there's a street performer who was able to fight off a bunch of gangsters. So you should maybe ask him. He's at the Golden Shopping Mall. And so Rio heads there. And uh, at the mall, Rio sees a homeless guy sleeping on the ground and immediately is just like, that's him. Yeah. That's the guy. It was, didn't seem that obvious. <laughs> <laughs> when in the game, it's even weirder because, like, he's off to the side sleeping. And there are, like, actual street performers in the middle of the mall, like, performing. But you don't talk to them because, like, you can't interact with them. He's so the only he's one like, you can interact with? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things where 
you know, it's like... It, I feel like he could have done a thing where he's, like, talking to other performers, but, like, I'm looking for this guy, and he's like, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I guess he's like, who's the only one dressed like an anime character? Yeah. Oh, him. With the, with the, the, with the baggy pants isn't like... and the crazy-ass hair. Yeah. <laughs> who's way too handsome to be a homeless man? Yes. Oh, this guy. So, uh, he walks up to him, and, uh, the guy is like, eh, I'll help you, but give me a beer first. And Rio obliges, and he gets him a beer, and uh, he fucking like chugs the beer. Hell yeah! Like, uh, and he's like, "Yeah, my first drink of the day." It's and, a homie move. Yeah. What's the first thing Matthew did when I got here to record this? He got me a beer because he's a homie. Yeah. But you didn't chug it. I didn't, didn't. Well, you know, I, some men aren't that strong. Some men aren't as strong as what's his name? Zong Zong Quan. Uh, but uh, yeah, so he basically after he gives him this beer, uh, Zong Quan, who's the performer, sort of ropes Rio into his street performance, and he's like. Come one, come all, come see this kid from Japan break a rock with his bare hands. And uh, I don't know if it's like, in the game it sort of is implied that he didn't know that Ryo was a martial artist. And I think they get, they sort of say that in the anime as well. But uh, Ryo was actually able to break it with his bare hands. And uh, Zong Kwan is like, hey, like I'm glad you were able to do that. And he gets a bunch of money from all the people who are watching it. And uh, after that, Ryo sort of, Talks to him about the voodoo. He's like, yeah, you know, like, I need to go around and learn this. And Zong Kwan is like, what the fuck? I thought you were here to learn to be a street performer. And it's like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Well, like, so when they're doing the trick, Zong Kwan is like, don't worry, I got you. How does he have him? He doesn't do anything. Yeah. He's like, I got you. Here's the rock. It's like, that's not getting me, my guy. Like, what if I couldn't break it? I almost, because earlier, like, when he first walks up on him, he's, like, laying on the rock. (laughs) <laughs> like, his head is on top of the rock, and I didn't... Bro, you just broke my pillow in half, man. And I didn't notice that until watching it this time, but my thought was, like, well, what if it was, like, fake or, like, foam or something, but Right, it's not... well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I thought he would go, yeah. like, oh, that it's was good technique, rock. but this is, like... It's fake, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I can't hope... Like, I was watching... I was on Reddit today, and yeah. I was just watching videos and shit, and this guy with fucking obscenely large knuckles in China or whatever was, like, hey... I'm going to break this. And he breaks these bricks. And I'm like, well, that was impressive. And then I go to the comments, which I never should do. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's fake because they're fire brick rock poor. They're porous and he's a hack. So apparently, so maybe that's what happened. Maybe yeah, Rio maybe broke. Yeah, porous rock. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe he just had a chunk of pumice <laughs> that he had for a pillow. But uh, from there, uh, you know, he's sort of asking him about the woodoo. And uh, Zong Kwan is basically like, yeah, you know, I'm not really worthy to talk about those either. And uh, Ryo's like, hey, that's what the master at uh, Guang Martial Arts School said. And uh, Zong Kwan is like, oh, like, really? The master there, the honorable master said he couldn't talk about them. (laughs) And Ryo is sort of like, well, you know, what the fuck does this all mean? Uh, And so Zong Kwan gives Ryo his cut of the money and then basically walks off uh, to go from there. But uh after that, we have a scene where um, Joy, who uh, basically she's driving head first, you know, like hella fast right. down the street, you know, to run someone else Gonna over. Gonna go run somebody over on the docks, yeah, you know, as, yeah. you, as you do. Um, basically, what happens is uh, Ren throws a knife in the street in her path. Um, and Ren, if you don't know, he was the guy at the end of the last episode who was sort of... Who looks like an anime character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks rippling exactly abs. like he does in the game, though. So, like, I'm totally... Like, I love it. I love that they keep the look. He's hot. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so he shows up and he's talking to Joy. Um, he's interested in meeting Rio, um, cause he's 
sort of talk to Wong about him, and we don't really know why yet. Um, I think that's sort of something that we'll get more of in future episodes, um, and this isn't really something that happens in the games, um, so it's sort of intriguing that they're giving Ren more agency, I guess, and sort of having him have a reason to seek out Ryo, whereas in the game it's just Ryo looks for Ren oh. at a point in the story. But And um, is, like, Joy and Ren have, like, a dynamic in the games? I mean, they're friends, but, like, they, I don't know, like, they don't really do that whole flirtatious thing like they sort of do in this where Ren is like, yeah, no guy in Hong Kong that would be awesome. dumb enough to, like, ask you out like, or whatever. Fuck yeah. Yeah, he's like... That's how... that. See, Rio is doing the cold indifference. Ren's just dropping bombs. He's yeah. like, fuck you, bitch. And it's like, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, from there, though, uh, Joy's like, yeah, you know, if you're interested in meeting Rio, then I told him to go to the Golden Shopping Mall so you can find him there. And uh, Ren's like, okay, I'll head that way. <laughs> um, so... Ryo heads back to the Guang Martial Arts School, um, and we do get a lot more back and forth of him going in between the mall and the school in this than we do in the game. He only does it, like, once each way in the game, whereas in this he goes back and forth back and quite forth, a few yeah. times. But uh, I want to say uh, uh, Ren, talking to Joy, he was like, who's this badass from Japan? And I that's totally fine with me because apparently like joy's so thirsty for him that she's got to make rio sound like this fucking demigod yeah like this this amazing <laughs> badass dude shows up in a leather jacket beating people's asses and ren's like oh my god i gotta meet this guy i really want him to show to to meet rio and be like oh what you're a the bitch fuck is this <laughs> fucking joy what a dumb bitch <laughs> i mean and they're uh like ren and rio's dynamic in the game is sort of like that where ren is like you're just a fucking kid. Good. Like, why would I, like... That's excellent. And they, like, there isn't a super significant age difference, I want to say. Like, because Rio's 18, and I think Ren is, like, 24 well, right. or something. But Do it's, you know, like... if I heard about some guy... I'm 24. If some guy heard... I was like, whoa, you're telling me this guy does this and that? And yeah. The, whoa, who's a... I want to meet this badass. Like, what a fucking bro. And then if it, you pulled out some 18-year-old, I'd be like, dude... Have you met a grown man? <laughs> Why are you showing me this little child? Yeah. This prepubescent seedling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, one thing I do want to mention as well, because um, like, we've only been watching the Japanese dub. I have watched the English dub as well on Toonami. The voice actor for Ren in English is not good. Oh. He, like... Because in the Japanese dub, he sounds sort of like what you would expect yeah. him to sound like. Yeah. In the English dub, he's like, hey, what's going on, man? Like, oh. hey. And it's like, why would you do that? Like, and even the English dub in the game. He's like hide from <laughs> that 70s show? Not quite. Well, that. <laughs> no, he's not a stoner, but... Uh, <laughs> or a Scientologist. Like, hey, but, uh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but um, You don't know. I mean, you yeah, you're be. right. I, I guess I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think that's one of the voices in the English version of the anime that they sort of missed the mark on. Uh, you know, and it's like, yeah, maybe you could have looked at a few other choices. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so from there, uh, back at the Guang Martial Arts School, um, Ryo asks Master Zoshan if Zhongquan was the one whose life he ruined, and, uh, Zoshan basically tells Ryo that he banished him from the martial arts school because he was using uh, basically karate to sort of attract attention to himself and uh, and basically set Zhongquan down the path of becoming a street performer. And so he's like, yeah, instead of being 
you know, like a, a really talented martial artist, um, you know, who's like humble and stuff. He sort of gave into his, I guess, uh, you know, sort of ego and just started performing Less to me. Zhang him. Guan and more Don Juan. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, from there, we go back to the Golden Shopping Mall. Um, Rio is sort of looking for Zhang Quan again, and uh, there are these thugs uh, from the Yellowheads gang, and sort of keep that yeah, name what in the your hell? memory that for is, later. Dude, these gangs have the dumbest fucking names. Maybe this shit sounds badass in, like, Chinese or Cantonese or J- Japanese or whatever. Yeah. But in English, oh, shit, look out for the Lemonheads. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> but, uh... So yeah, these uh these gangsters are looking for Zongquan and they're I'm like s- I'm actually I'm sensing uh, a continuation of the piss play theme that we're getting <laughs> in uh Shenmue where like we d- we addressed it in Japan where like all of a sudden everyone's pissing themselves and pissing everywhere. Yeah. Now there's yellow heads, golden shopping mall. Mm. Yeah. I don't I don't know what else beyond that. But <laughs> maybe I don't know. It's it's strange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, basically, Zongquan owes them uh, protection money. He hasn't paid up, and they're like, yeah, we gotta get that guy, or whatever. And so, Ryo uh, basically fights them for a little bit, and uh, Zongquan shows up from the bathroom. Oh my god, there it is! (laughs) And uh, he's like, what's going on? And uh, You all doubted me. (laughs) (laughs) Tens of two people listening. (laughs) But... uh, yeah, yeah, he basically, Zongquan talks to the people who are sort of watching the fight, and he's like, oh, what's going on? And they're like, yeah, this stupid foreigner is fighting off, uh, you know, the yellowheads. <laughs> and Zongquan's like, well, shit, I gotta fucking go in there and help him out. And uh, so Zongquan, uh, you know, sort of, he doesn't really fight. He takes his little bag thing that he has, and he sort of... Of square whacks, something. Yeah, that we'll get to <laughs> yeah. later, but uh, he sort of whacks them upside the head. And then uh, once all the goons are knocked out, he's like, okay, let's run away, Rio. And so they run off together. And uh, as they're leaving the mall, Rio and Ren sort of pass by each other in slow motion. And it's sort of a cool thing that it then would cut to commercial break I'm kind of confused after, by this. Like, uh, so they show up, the, the Lemonheads. Yes. And their boss is with them. That's and... later. The boss is with them later. And it's not oh, it's like, like no. the, the boss. It's just a like. All right. All right. Yeah. And I'll pocket that. Okay. Oh, All right. Wait. Yeah. The we don't see the actual boss okay. till Kowloon. Mixed up the scenes. All right. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> but uh, um, so yeah, they run off and uh, pass Ren on the streets. Um, and so from there, uh, we go to Manmo Temple very briefly, and we have basically have Master Tao reading a book outside of the temple, and she's sort of deep in thought. And we see a brief part of a flashback. Um, but we'll sort of get more of that later. We sort of just see the beginning yeah, of it. Yeah, it's not enough now. to understand what it is. Yeah. It's and like it's, a two second black and white grainy thing of Yeah, it's like, like a blink and you miss it sort of thing. And but, it's like uh, gone. Yeah, yeah. And so like we get the extended part of that later, but even then we don't really see much. I think we're gonna get sort of drip By fed. extended it gets another second. Yeah. It's <laughs> it gets one line. Yeah. Uh but um I think we'll get more of that later. Um because that is something in the game uh sort of about her past that you sort of find out in flashback form but uh from there uh well basically when uh they're at the temple fong may comes up to master town is like hey like i finished cleaning the temple and i cleaned your room because i just had a feeling that you that's... might be getting some pipe later tonight and i wanted you to look classy because <laughs> sure. i look out for the homies <laughs> i noticed that skirt 
shows a, an alarming amount of leg, and your ass is right out plump. So, you oh, know, no. homegirls look out for each other. Your room's clean. Get it dirty, sister. You know what I'm saying? And then they knuckle bumped. That's what I saw. From there, though, uh, <laughs> Ren, he shows up at Golden Shopping Mall, and he sort of eavesdrops on some cops who are talking with some of the passerby who are explaining what happened with the yellowheads and uh, basically a foreigner who had fought with them. And Ren is like, damn, he's already gone. Uh, but uh, from there, we have Ryo and Zongquan at Pigeon Park, and uh, they're talking a bit about the yellowheads. This is where we get the exposition that they're in charge of the underworld in Hong Kong, uh, you know, and they're like, yeah, I've been, you know, not paying them protection money, and they keep coming and trying to collect, but... You know, it's just sort of a hassle, really. Um, and uh, from there, uh, they talk about Master Zoshan, and uh, Ryo tells him that the Master actually feels like he's responsible for ruining Zonquan's life, but Zonquan isn't really convinced. He's like, as if, you know, like, whatever. He's doing good. Yeah. He's pulling scams, making money, drinking beer. Yeah, but I mean, like... He's also sleeping on a rock. Hey, he looks happy about it, dude. He's never once like, man, I hate this yeah. whole life that I'm living. Nah, he's like, mm, happy as he's happy as a clam, that man right there. <laughs> but uh, he sort of brushes Rio off um, and uh, starts selling these fake books. I mean, obviously, they're they're probably like, you know, because he's like, yeah, understand. get these ancient, you know, books or whatever that uh. he's just selling on the street. And it's like, those are probably just like, you know, whenever you see like, Oh, here's this Gucci bag right. on the side of the street in New York. It's I'm, like yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I've bought myself a few uh, Rolexes out of trash bags when nice. I go tour New York because it's yeah. just hilarious. They're yeah. like, yeah, uh, twenty for the normal, forty for the Rolex. I'm like, well, I gotta see what this <laughs> junk looks like, and it's this has to be real, fantastic every time. Yeah. <laughs> From there, though, uh, Rio heads back over to the comb over guest house. I said comb over. Um, the come over guest house. Uh, and the receptionist <laughs> sort of gets pissy with him. He's like, "What the fuck, man? Like, you haven't been paying me." It's like I know you're friends with Joy, but you starting tomorrow, you have to pay. I mean, I like right because I just said I knew Joy, and you were like, "I." Yeah, it's like I didn't ask you uh, right. to give me the room for free. Don't be bad at me. <laughs> but. uh he heads up to his room after that, and he's sort of looking in his wallet, and he's like, shit, I ain't got any money. I gotta break more rocks. Because <laughs> he was getting a cut, he took that money from, yeah, yeah, from he Don Juan. He didn't refuse it. He yeah. took the money. <laughs> Do more rock breaks. Yeah. Or sell fake books, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. He's got options. Rio's just a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, there's like, it almost is a... Uh, because in the game, you lose all of your money at the beginning. Um, whereas in this, it's like he has all his money in his wallet still. And so this sort of, I don't know, it almost makes it... Because um, like from the beginning, you have to pay to stay at the come over guest house. But you get like a discounted rate because they you're friends really with They never really address his money. Like they say he got a job and he drove forklifts. But they never like... Tell you how You much don't know he what has. he got paid. Yeah. You don't know what he saved. Does he even have it? Like, it's it, honestly, it seems like he spent literally all of his, like, every red cent on the ticket to Hong Kong. Like, yeah. that's what this anime makes me believe. Yeah. And then there's all the capsule toys he buys off screen. Well, of course. Yeah. And that's what I, like, look, if you, so, okay, in the game, if you do that stupid, you know, wheel and dealing. Yeah, where you And cheat. you have your money. <laughs> yeah. Can you, when he's like, eh, time to pay me, do you just go, there you go. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and I mean, oh, there's, sick. um, because, like, well, I think 
honestly, now that I think about it, the first night he lets you stay for free. And then after that, he's like, okay, now you get a discounted rate. And Joy teach or she tells you where you can find work, basically. Uh And there are a few, like, basically odd jobs that you can do in the game. Uh, Like, you can run a, uh, a lucky hit stand, which is basically, like, imagine a pachinko machine, but it's, like, a wooden board with, like, the dowels yeah there and it's just like yeah, one yeah. um you can run one of those I've heard stands. that's the best part of the game yeah people love lucky <laughs> hit i personally don't really play it that much because because you're you not can, a gambling addict <laughs> no you can save scum in the game and basically break the economy uh-huh. um with the actual gambling which is like a, a dice game called uh, i think roll it on up save um, scumming was so quick saving before you win yeah yeah and, and then if you lose, lose yeah, you and just if you go lose, back you just reload the save but wow, um yeah so yeah i do that a lot whenever i play like the first few hours of shenmue 2 i just get as much money as i need Hell and then yeah. i'm like yeah i'm not i'm not doing any well like jobs. do they make the jobs fun like would you ever want to be like oh i want to experience that again on my next playthrough um so like some people may find joy from playing <laughs> that's Lucky that's Hit, a no but that's an absolute fucking and then no. the other job is like so the forklift i actually really enjoyed because it's like sort of like gamified where they're like yeah if you meet quota then you get a raise you're like what's this fucking bullshit game interrupting my for- forklift simulator yeah. and it's like they sort of make it so it's like you're seeing how many boxes you can move and it's like if somebody fucking gets in your way, you're like, move out of the way, bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to get quota if you're in my fucking way. So it's a power thing. Uh, sure. Yeah. But uh, whereas in this, like, instead of having a forklift, you move boxes by hand with this other dude. And I think Donkey, video game Donkey, did yeah. a meme on that with the guy you move boxes with. That sounds miserable. Um, And it's basically like quick time events where he's like, move left. Right. Oh my god. And he's like, we're putting it down. And you get like and 10 you, cents every you time you play like it. You get like nothing. It's oh, terrible. god. Whereas like the forklift, you at least get decent money. And you can get raises. Like you don't get any raises moving boxes. Like there's and, a point that you cross where it's like, I understand that Shenmue wants to be like a real life sim. Yeah. But like work is not fun. When it's like, I think the idea was that... Uh, they sort of are pushing you towards gambling, as weird as That's that is funny. to say. That's hilarious. <laughs> Where they're like, yeah, you can, you know, do an actual job. Absolutely. But you're going to make shit for money. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you can't be reckless in a video game, I mean, come on. Yeah. It's That's... it's uh, interesting, though, because in Shenmue 2, the currency that you use is the same for gambling and everything else. But in Shenmue 3... And I almost wonder if this is like a weird thing where you have they a like gambling stash. You have tokens, and you can then like in order to make money from gambling, you buy tokens and then use those tokens to buy prizes and then exchange those for money at pawn shops. And it's like that's a lot I, of steps. Like I get that they probably did that for some legal reason. Vegas where they're did like, that; they'd be bankrupt. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, but it doesn't um, sound fun at all. Yeah, and so it's just it's sort of is tedious and uh i do understand like why obviously they don't want why? you safe scumming and also like i think they well want to discourage like gambling in real life or like they're like yeah well it's oh for my tokens God. so don't sue us parents foundation oh fuck that um and i'm like yeah like it, there's other games that do gambling but what uh, is it teletubby village that you go <laughs> yeah. to gotta gotta have a five-year-old audience 
<laughs> for chasing chickens and getting tokens. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it scummy, I say. Yeah. Although there are uh, ways to break the economy in Shenmue 3, but uh, I won't get into all that. Because that's a whole other, like, metagame thing that would sort of be too big of a rabbit hole. That's, like, hole uh, that's like League of Legends, when you spend all game killing people, and people literally have, like, blood moves that they, like, shoot blood at shit. But then they're like, uh-oh, this character has a cigar? We don't want to encourage the kiddos to smoke. Take it out. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But uh, after that... Um, so, sort of getting back on topic. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, Joy, she shows up at the come over guest house. She's throwing a rock at Rio's window. It's real, real cute, like high school romance type shtick. She's aggressive about it. Yeah. She fucking broke a hole through the window. Not that, well, not the rock, but like the. <laughs> How much she's hitting on it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she shows up and uh, she asks him out to dinner and he's surprisingly. She doesn't even ask him. She's like, let's go get food. Yeah. It's just like, shit, you going to come up here and beat me up if we don't? <laughs> and uh, Rio actually agrees to go, which is like, wow, okay. Like, he's got actually... no money. He, he has the money from Zonquan. No, he's, it, the roles are reversed. He's got to go out and be like, I have no money. I better find a girl to take me out for a date because Rio <laughs> just has that kind of pool game. <laughs> but uh, from there, he uh, goes out with her to dinner, and um, he tells Joy that he had gotten into a fight with the Yellowheads, and... Uh, she says this really weird line, which they sort of play on throughout the episode for most of the rest of the um, yeah. runtime. Uh, she says, a real tough cat doesn't show his claws out in the open, which is, like, weirdly specific, I guess. Um, yeah. And uh, Rio, he has another epiphany. My God. Just like he did in the last Of course. <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, I understand now. And he pays for dinner. And then he sort of runs off and Joy's like... He has a whole Nicolas Cage national treasure. Yeah. The Cat and the Claw was the first episode of Batman the Animated Series. Batman the Animated Series was made in the 90s. The 90s... Haven't happened yeah. yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then he runs haven't off. Haven't happened yet. And I haven't been able to get in the temple. Of course! <laughs> but yeah, so um, he runs off and Joy's like, the fuck is this boy doing? Uh, yeah, and so then from there, he goes back to Golden Shopping Mall and the Yellowhead thugs are back at it again harassing Zonquan and uh Zonquan keeps sort of like not really fighting them he does like these I don't know I don't even know how to describe it like they're sort of fighting moves like he does this sort of like low kick to knock a few over Meh. and then he boops them with the little thing of books again yeah he's he's showing some moves yeah but uh you know he's he's not really doing that good a job of fighting them and so Rio shows up and he basically sort of shouts to Zonquan he's like hey you know, you need to not really show your true strength when you're fighting. You know, that's sort of the virtue that uh, Master Zoshan was trying to teach you. And uh, he's basically like, we're just horsing around. Don't worry about it. And uh, from there, the guy who is like, not the leader of the Yellowheads, but he's the one leading that little group. He's like, they say boss. I mean, the boss in the sense that it's like, you know how there's like, I guess the dawn of a well, family. Well, I was sharing the captains and yeah, stuff, whatever. Yeah, he's yeah, more yeah. like a captain. Okay. But, um, yeah, he's like, okay, like, this kid's funny. We'll let you sly for now. <laughs> and then they walk off. Um, and it's just like, I mean, they had to end the scene somehow, but, like, it was weird. Sort of and this lazy. is what I wanted to talk about, because, like, the way it ended, I was like, what the fuck? Because yeah. they went like, oh, Don Juan and I are, gonna, are just pulling a scam. And the guys were, the yellowheads were like, yeah, yeah. And then left. So I'm like, did they? Did they? 
Yeah. Is that what happened? Was yeah. Rio wrong? Are they in are they in cahoots? Yeah. Are they coordinating for money? Is that how they make the protection money? I don't really know. Like yeah. it was if they I don't know. Cuz they weren't done. Like the lieutenant hadn't even got in there and he's like the biggest dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and they're uh, just like, nope. And it's like throughout all this, um, we don't want these people to know that there's gang violence, but everybody knows who the Lemonheads are. <laughs> so fucking who cares? So at this point in the game, we do not know who the Yellowheads are. So they and are they're introducing them earlier, and like I sort of understand why they're doing that. They want you to know who they are when they show up later, and when you see their leader later on. Um, so it's like I understand that they're sort of trying to build them up, but well, that's kind of cool though, because like. If Rio's just like, oh, great, more thugs, get away from me, beats yeah. up people, and they're like, what the fuck have you just done? Yeah. It's like, those were the, those were the fucking Lemonheads. They run Hong yeah. Kong, and it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. <laughs> those are some sour motherfuckers. <laughs> you can't be, you can't be sucking on them. <laughs> so, uh, from there, um, you know, Rio and Zongquan are talking a bit, and, uh, Zongquan gives Rio a message for Master Zoshan, and he's like blushing when he gives it to him. He's Dude, like, "It's adorable." He's like, "You better not read it." It's so cute, and it's like, "Oh, I, I had to do an audible like, oh." Yeah, <laughs> he gave him a little, a little note. And was like, "Hee hee." <laughs> so uh, the next day, Rio goes back to Guang Martial Arts School in order to deliver it, and uh, basically, it turns out that um, Zongquan has quit street performing. He actually did that a while ago. And uh, he's once again following his passion for martial arts. And uh, Master Zoshan teaches Ryo the second Wudu, which is a uh, Ji, or uh, I think it's Kai, uh, as they say it in the. Kai. Yeah. Um, but uh, basically, what that means is to keep your heart free of conceit and to never use force blindly or flaunt technique. And uh, he says this sort of thing where he's like, yeah, just like a singer is constantly humming a tune, a martial artist is like constantly thinking about martial arts it made a lot like, more sense because like before don juan was like oh uh i'm humming for my hands or i don't know what he said but it's just like what <laughs> huh yeah. and then he's like oh as they hum so do they finger it's like okay <laughs> i guess that makes more sense but it's kind of weird but uh yeah so he teaches rio g and then uh from there rio goes back to manmo temple and uh he's talking to master tao and he explains that he's learned the second of the Wudoo, and he's like, "That must have been why you won." They even help did me. like a big like you you unlocked achievement like thing where like when he goes hike and it's like and shows it, the big it, yeah, symbol and it's like bong. It. It's yeah. like oh shit, he just well, unlocked it. That is exactly how it happens in the game too, and so I sort of love that. <laughs> and I mean, it's the same. Uh, like whenever Rio learns a fighting move in the game, it like. Uh, they tell you how to do the move, you do the move, and then it, like, freeze frames on you, and it's like, doo-doo-doo, uh, and it has the name and kanji of the move, sick. and it's like, I love that stuff so much, and I'm glad we're getting at least some of that yeah. in the anime, but uh, he tells Master uh, Tao that he's learned G, and uh, she's like, yeah, even though you've learned that, that was only, like, part of the reason that I'm not gonna help you, you know, like... You're still a sexist pig. Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she's sort of, um, you know, Rio's like, well, I'm not going to give up. Like, I'll still keep coming back until you agree to help me. And that sort of triggers the rest of the flashback for Master Tao that we saw earlier in the episode, which was her when she was a kid. And uh, in the 
uh, obviously we'll get this revealed later, but it was her older brother who she's talking to. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, essentially there's a whole other, I guess, revenge dynamic with him. Um, and he sort of leaves to go and get revenge for We're their parents. A theme. Yeah. And so it's like, it's this thing where she, she sort of sees a bit of her brother in Rio and sort of wants to help him at least a little bit or get him on the right path, I guess. And uh, she's like, okay, like, I'll, like, follow me. I'll at least do something, you know, to help you out a bit. And uh, she takes him to her apartment. And that sort of goes back to the whole thing earlier where Fang Mei was like, yeah, I cleaned your apartment. I just sort of felt like, you know, I needed to do that. And uh, yeah, she did. <laughs> and uh, basically, uh, Master Tao was like, yeah, you can stay here from now on. You know, it's the least I can do since Master Chen sort of sent you to me in good faith. And, uh, she tells Ryo that her real name is Shu Ying, and uh, from there, uh, you know, like I was sort of saying, like Fang Mei and uh, Han Hui are sort of like creeping outside of the doorway, <laughs> and they're, and Fang Mei's like, I knew it was a good idea, and Han Hui's like, eh, don't get your hopes up yet, kid. And uh, <laughs> so, um, and we do sort of miss out on, uh, there's this funny interaction in the game where uh, Shu Ying is like, Rio shows up in the apartment and he's like, "We're gonna sleep on the same bed." And Shu Ying is like, "No, you idiot! You're sleeping on oh, the it's couch." Stalin stash that was gonna sleep with that. It's no, his no, no, no. It's Rio. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh. Rio's with. Okay, so he's with Stalin stash. No, no. Okay, so Han Hui is Stalin stash. Right. Oh. Shu Ying is Master Tao's real name. Oh yeah. So going right. forward, I'm gonna just right. call her Shu Ying. So he's with her. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, get the fuck out of my bed, you creep. Yeah, she's like, no, nah, there's a couch. You're sleeping on the floor like the dog you are. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a rock. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we don't really get that. And it's like, it was a funny line in the game, so it would have sort of, I don't know, like, we, it's, we don't really have that tone here to do that. But uh, <laughs> after that, uh, we basically end the episode with a, I think, a much more subtle scene of uh, Shenhua sort of, um, you know, we... At the apartment, they pan out on, like, the stars because it's nighttime now. And so then from there, it sort of goes over to Shenhua looking at the stars at night. And so I think it was a lot more subtle. She doesn't really say anything. She's just looking off into the night sky. And uh, the episode ends there. So what did you think of the episode overall? Uh, I kind of thought it was weaker than the last week's. Like, I like last week's because there was a lot going on. Like, there was... He gets to Hong Kong. He meets these characters... He gets his bags stolen. He has to practice in the park with the old man. He has to go to the temple and he has to do all this stuff like bum, 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 bum. There was a lot going on. There were interesting plot points. And then this one, it's like, it felt kind of like the Shenmue movie. Yeah. Where he's like, he's going back and forth. back and forth the same places. Yeah. He goes, oh, I'm at the mall. Oh, I'm at the dojo. Back at the mall. Back at the dojo. Back at the mall. Back at the dojo. <laughs> then he can go back to the other dojo. Yeah. So like, I, I don't fault the storytelling like they did it as best they could and it worked like characters have arcs you know don juan had his own arc yeah the zoshan the, has his has his arc yeah rio unlocks he learns something about himself he has his own arc so it's well told so it's not like bad this isn't a bad episode but i was more interested in last week's than just the the aaron's list of like oh now you've unlocked my dialogue yeah now go unlock his dialogue so you can talk to me again because I don't have the dialogue option for you right now, you know. <laughs> um, I mean, and I guess I'm sort of a little different, and I guess since I have 
played the games quite a few times at this point. I'm very like used to that. And so it feels really <laughs> comfortable him going back and forth. Like I sort of liked that this was like a bit of a slower episode almost. Yeah. Like I feel like that's sort of uh, the pacing that I feel would match for like a Shenmue anime. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. It's like I liked it. Um, I like you were saying, I do like that they have like really good arcs for like each of the characters. And like we're learning more about Shu Ying and, uh, you know, all the different relationships she has uh, as far as like with Fong Mei as well as her brother who we only know a little bit about at this point um you know that's stuff that we're going to learn more of in the future obviously but uh it just felt like like super like he spent this entire episode with these few characters to unlock one part of the voodoo yeah and it's like oh only three more to go or something and it's (laughs) like oh Okay. It's two more, but okay. I'm sort of like, <laughs> I was not sure if they were going to do the voodoo at all. Um, sort of going into the anime, I was like, it seems like something that would just take up too much time. But yeah. now that we are learning it, um, it's something that is sort of important to Rio's growth as a martial artist in the game. Um, you know, sort of learning all these different lessons and what it means to actually be a martial artist. And um, there's just this this thing looming over the whole uh, anime is that it's like this is a 13 episode anime. Yeah, it's trying to cover the two games. Yeah, you know, if it works out and every episode is well paced and shows what they need to show and we're happy, that's fine. But if it's like the end of the first game in the anime where it's fucking bad. And like not animated and yeah. not organized and rushed and bad. Yeah, I'm gonna be pissed that they chose to do the really slow stuff at the expense of what should be the fucking highlight. Yeah, and it's like I wonder, cause like there's a lot of fighting in the second game, and I wonder if you know my hope is maybe that the budget went towards that, and that's why we sort of got a half-assed seventy-man battle mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but then on the other hand, it's like, if they just don't have the budget at all, I'd rather them at least stay true. Skip, skip the voodoo. It cut episodes if you have to, but I mean, I like, know <laughs> what's important. And I mean, like, well, like, of course there's shit that Shenmue fans would be like, oh, that's really cool that they included this. They could have done that with the first game. I mean, think about how much longer the anime could have been if they put in like all the cool things that fans would go, Meh! Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. under and recognize, but like the story has to, it has to be good for me. Yeah, and, and I'm that's the true. Yeah. I'm the dumb audience who doesn't have experience, and I still have more experience than most. But like, I'm who they're catering to. Yeah. So if if it's not well done for like someone who knows anime nothing. fan, yeah, yeah, then it's not worth fleshing out the the fan service. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but um, I'll have to like we'll have to see. Like I'm not t- trying to discredit the path they're taking and that they're going to show the voodoo and all this stuff. Like, you know, if they make it important and relevant, it goes throughout the series as like a theme or whatever. Sweet. You know, it shows character progression for Rio. Like that's awesome. But yeah, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about it. And I'm sort of curious to see, um, cause like so far we've had Wally's in Hong Kong, like basically each episode he's learning one of the new voodoo, but the next two, one of them in particular, like, pretty much nothing happens for him to learn that one. Um, mm. Are you okay with me spoiling No. It? I, well, yeah, no, I don't care. So um, one of them, it basically, uh, I think the lesson is that um, it's like, 
don't react like instinctively without sort of reading the room you know basically get a hold of your surroundings before you act uh abruptly i guess mm. and to teach him that rio goes to this barber and the barber's like hey i'll like trim your hair or whatever and uh he gets a straight razor out and he's like don't move and he puts the straight razor up to rio's neck what the fuck and if it's a qte in the game and if you press the button then you fail because he told you not to move and uh, whereas if you don't and you just sit there like stoically while he has it, he's like, okay, like you passed. What like the you, fuck? Like I told you not to. And that's a virtue? It's sort of like thinking rationally. Is anyone fucking alive? <laughs> Here's all the dead people that I tried what? teaching that. No, to. I'm just no, saying that, like in yeah. the voodoo. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, like how they, I don't, it's, but it's like a really short thing for him to that's learn. That's the worst lesson I've ever heard of. <laughs> I don't remember the exact like. What the fuck? For the That's like getting pulled into an alley and a guy brandishes a knife and he's like, give me your wallet. And you're like, well, maybe he's actually just trying to sell me a passport. I don't know. What? Don't react. Don't do any. What the fuck? But, oh, I mean, okay. So, like, you are told to go there because the guy is a martial artist who knows about the voodoo. And so it's like, obviously, you're going in with that sort of, it's not just a random guy who does that. And he's like, oh, BT dubs the voodoo. Uh, That's better, but. Yeah. Shit, did you have to threaten my life to teach me the lesson? Apparently. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but uh, that's like a really short thing, and it's like, I don't think I'd they say could... that's a lesson you learned when you're like, get out of here, feeble-minded woman. I'm looking for the master. And it's like, yeah, don't fucking instinctively think that you know what the fuck's going on. I think that it was more, he was sort of conceited in that moment. And he's like, well, there's no way a woman could be like that, you know, or whatever. And so it's like, that's sort of, I don't know. But point is, I don't think they could stretch that into an entire episode. Because it literally lesson. is just him being like, eh, yeah, don't put move. it in the next one. I don't know. Yeah. So it's like, I think we could feasibly do two voodoo in the next episode. Because um, then the other one is sort of more substantial. Um, uh, are you okay with me? telling you that one but uh what happens is uh there was that old lady at the apartments in the previous episode who's like yeah master tao's not here anymore go away like go over to mammo temple um she basically is getting harassed by these uh gangsters um in the game they're the land sharks um i don't know if they're gonna do the yellow heads in this or what but um essentially you about the land sharks yeah. <laughs> um, essentially, you fight off the land sharks, and uh, she teaches you the fourth voodoo, which is to, like, you know, never hesitate to do what's right, I guess. Um, and so she's like, yeah, you helped me, even though you didn't have to. Like, you know, you just sort of saw me getting See, harassed by these guys. Lesson. Yeah, and so it's like... Not like, don't react to things. <laughs> what the fuck? Don't react instinctively. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so I think they could feasibly do both of those in one episode. But we'll see. Instincts we keep you alive. No. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I'm not wording that like the right way. Like, I'm sure there's a different way that oh, they, we'll see. they call it. But um, so sort of from there, uh, we briefly mentioned uh, we had a bit of a meme in terms of what the name of the episode is. Um, it's <laughs> called Future. So why do you think they called it that? I mean, let's be real. Um, all these episodes are just named after like 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 fucking white girl tattoos that they'd get in <laughs> Chinese or whatever. Yeah. Like they'd get like lechuga, you know, 
tattooed on this. I like, it means peace. It's like, no, bitch, that means lettuce. Yeah. So that's what these episodes are. That's all the name is. But if we're going to have to be like, oh, it's the, like uh, her friends who go like, oh, wow, what a good tattoo. What does it mean? It's like the, uh, you know, like when you're in English <laughs> class in school and they're like, what do you think what's the, the hidden The meaning? blue drapes. What do you think they meant? Yeah. What do they symbolize? Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what we're stuck with. So future. Um, I'd say that Rio knows that he has a future with the master after this episode, <laughs> after learning one of the voodoos, he's like, ah, I have a future that I'm pursuing with this person. <laughs> so for maybe, me, Oh, the future of, of Don Juan. Maybe he's that's going what I was going to say. Oh yeah. Cause like, uh, master Zoshan at the end is basically like, yeah, you know, like he's back on the path of martial arts. Good for him. So it's like, he sort of has a future again, I guess. Um, I sort of think that's what they were getting at, but, um, it really is a thing where you have to sort of read into it and pick things apart for it to make any real sense. But uh, they literally just had like a dartboard up. I I assume I don't know. Like shackles, yin yang, freedom, future. <laughs> what the fuck? Um. <laughs> so uh, from there, why I'll... even name them? Just, you're right. Just number them if you're gonna be like this. Yeah, I mean... Don't make us have to read into your stupid-ass name. That doesn't fucking make any sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a situation where, like... In, like, The Mandalorian, for example. I feel like the episodes have really good names yeah. that are really, like... They really fit what and the episode is. And sometimes they subvert what you're thinking. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Like, I, like, there was one... It wasn't Mandalorian, but it's the same shit. Yeah. You know, Bo- Book of Boba Fett, it goes, A man comes out of the desert or something. Something like that. The man from the desert. Yeah. And it starts out with... Timothy Oliphant, you know, being a fucking marshal, like yeah. he does, yeah. and, and he's in a desert, and you're like, there he is, there's the man. But no, later on, Cad Bane uh, comes out of the spoilers desert. Spoilers for Book of Boba Fett, And you're Fett, like, oh, the they fucking know. <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, that's the man! And you go like, whoa, the name of the episode fucking told me, and I didn't realize. And yeah. you're like, wow, that's so cool. Future, could you imagine? That episode might as well have been called Future. <laughs> and you go, future what? My future diary? Back to the future? Yeah. Days of Future Past? <laughs> How many more future? I don't know. It's stupid. Yeah. And I, it's, and it's I am tired of them not giving a shit and just fucking being like, eh, this well, is the word of the week. You're going to be real mad at the next episode. <laughs> what, is, what is it? Aspirations. Aspirations. Wow. They know a fucking, was that four syllables? Yeah. It's like, what would be on a fortune cookie? Something wow. about the future, something about your aspirations. Maybe throw in some yin yang stuff. Yeah, that's way better than future, though. Honestly, yin yang. No, um, aspiration. That's stupid. Aspiration. Okay. I mean, like, <laughs> I guess everybody fucking has aspirations. Everybody has a future. Everything is everything. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I'm I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're at the halfway point for the anime now. Um, what was your favorite episode so far? If you had to pick Ooh. one. Honestly, the last episode was great. And I liked either the second or the third. Maybe Which, the uh, second. Describe what happens and I'll... <laughs> well, the second one, he goes... Third one's where he gets the mirror. Okay. And uh, meets Master Chen. Okay. That was a really good one. And then the second one, he... Uh, 
what the fuck happens? I just That's remember I liked like, it. first investigating. Yeah, right? and then the Chens are at the end, and they're like, yeah, we, we see the, the like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's investigating, and he fights Charlie, um, the sailors, uh, yeah. in the Heartbeats Bar. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Like, I like the episodes where he's doing errands, but there's variety. Yeah, those have been my favorites, which is fucking not what I expected at all. Yeah, but. That's the most well done part of this show so far. I guess I would have to say uh, the last episode is my favorite then. Yeah, I'm sort of with you. I think either episode two or three or the previous episode. I did like this one a lot as well. Um, and that sort of just leans into my, I guess, like me being a Shenmue fan. I'm like, oh, this is like comfort food. This like, is up I, there. It feels, you know. I do it, think there were some episodes in Japan done better. Like yeah. two, two or three. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I sort of... Jumping off on that, what would you say is the worst episode that we've had so far? Oof. Yeah, definitely the fucking uh, episode five, yeah. the seventy man battle. <laughs> the one before that wasn't great. Honestly, the first episode wasn't great. Yeah. Which, looking back, it doesn't look even. Which it is looks weird. even worse. Right. Like I, when I watched that first episode, I was like, "This is fucking awesome! Like this is the best! Like I, I wasn't very hyped picture it to first. be better." Yeah. Um, but then like. You know, then episode two and episode three being better than that sort of like built up my hype, and then four and five were like, nah, yeah, this is bad. Um, Especially five, but yeah, so five is the worst by yeah, far. Yeah, I agree by a yeah. lot. It was like it's really jarring how fucking bad it is. Yeah, you're just like, what is this? And like, I'm, I think just it's gonna be interesting to see how they wrap things up in this portion portion of the story, because um, like. I think they sort of wanted to give the side characters stuff to do in that because they really don't do much in the games or in the game. Whereas in uh, Shenmue 2, all of the side characters are like a lot more then involved. Give it... They're helping Ryo, um, you know, sort of as that uh, as we sort of reach like the climax of that yeah. story. Um, and it's like I think they wanted to have a similar thing for them to its detriment. That's honestly. fine. Like yeah. if you want to give if you want to flesh out characters by all means please go for it but don't make it as fucking shallow as your episode names where it's like oh let's just come up with some random activity for them to do during this important thing yeah like, like we need goro they're escaping to do the something. harbor they're going back to the harbor let's have they're, goro pee on himself right they're yeah. they're giggling and and laying down in their piles of spaghetti that fell out of their pockets like i don't want to watch that i want to watch interesting things yeah there are b plots you can make that are interesting but it takes like thought yeah, that's it. You know the the ones that happened in episode five, the B plots there did not take thought. It was just like, ah, fuck it, we need to stretch the episodes, so send them over there, bring them back here. Yeah, and they don't go <laughs> anywhere. Like they don't. Right. They don't really feed into the narrative other than to get them into the point where they want them at the end. Those of that characters episode. stayed the same. The yeah. whole ep- there was no arc. There was no nothing. Like. You learn about Mark and everything in yeah, 4. Yeah, Goro is still the same goofball right. by the end of You the learn episode. enough, yeah. you need to know about those characters in 4, and then 5 yeah. does little to nothing to expand them at all. It's just that, like, Goro's girlfriend beats him more than you would and think. And they're getting married, yeah. and you're like, oh, Goro, That's you're, you're gonna die. Don't make that decision right now, my <laughs> man. But, like... Yeah, you've got so much life ahead. Yeah, Jesus Christ, he's... <laughs> he's fucked. But, I don't know, it's... it's Make it good. I don't want to fucking say that it's bad. I don't want to have that episode. And that should have been. I have more been, fun talking about good episodes. That should have been the best episode of the. I know. Japan portion. Yeah. You know, with the well, seventy man battle. I was hyped. Yeah. I was too. Yeah. 
But uh, you know that's that's how things. Now go. I gotta be fucking worried that they're gonna blow it again. I just hope I really don't want they, them to flub the ending. I really hope I, the budget for the because there's some really cool fighting when he gets to Kowloon, mm. especially there are some real cool fights. Um, so I'm like I I just really hope we. So I'm saying get, like the the voodoo's fine, but fucking don't don't do don't no, episode the budget five again, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So are there any sort of final thoughts you wanna? talk about before we wrap this episode up or uh where do you think uh, the next episode's going to end in the scope of the game so i can see it going two different ways um we sort of have talked about it's possible that they might do two of the uh the woodoo in the next episode yeah yeah so feasibly they could wrap things up uh in hong kong i think by the end of episode 4 because, like, once he learns all the episode voodoo... Episode four of this half? Yeah, so yeah, so the fourth nine. episode in Hong Kong, I guess, uh, if we're... Yeah, yeah. So, so episode, one more after the next? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I think he's going to finish learning the voodoo, and then uh, from there, he essentially... Um, and I, I sort of spoiled part of the next episode for myself, but also I knew what happens in the game. I just didn't know it would happen this way in the anime, where he's doing sort of chores around the uh the manmo temple and he's airing out these books and one of the books is by yundazu and it's like hidden behind this locked cabinet and he opens it and there's a clue to finding yundazu in it and then from there he sort of finds out that he's in kowloon and that he needs to go there mm. and that's how he sort of meets up with ren um from there and uh so all this is still just to me yundazu yes yeah because he Needs to find him because he's the one who supposedly knows the truth about why his father was killed. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think we're sort of going to wrap up that portion, the Hong Kong stuff, um, by the end of I have completely forgotten that that's why he was even in Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, like, there's a throwaway line in this episode where he's like, you know, like, damn, I need to meet Yondazu or whatever. And Han Hui is like, oh, you should go to Guang Martial Arts School. That's why he points him over there. But uh, the short term objectives in this seem a lot more urgent than the long term. Yeah. Than, and like, I mean, Shenmue. like that is a it's a a Shenmue isn't your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> OK. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's like even Han Hui says something like, yeah, the path to your goal might not be a straight line. Yeah. And uh, that's... Oh, he says it stupidly. He goes like, oh, the shortest distance between two lines might not be a straight one. It's like, no, it always is. <laughs> it's always a straight line. But I, I guess I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I think we're going to wrap that up in uh, the fourth ep episode nine, if we're being technical. Mm. Um, and then from there, I'm... It's going to be interesting to see if Kowloon is three episodes or, um, wait, because let's see, yeah, that would be four and then three for Kowloon, question mark. But, um, yeah, like, we'll sort of have to play things Calhoun? by Kowloon? Uh, no, it's a place. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, anyways, that's going to do it for today's episode of The Boyles Discuss. Um, if you enjoyed it and you're watching on YouTube, then we'd really appreciate it if you'd like the video and subscribe to the channel. We'll be continuing our review of Shenmue the Animation next week with episode 8, which is titled Aspiration. Anyways guys, until next time. How about a game of Lucky Hit? How about a game? It's $50 a game, and the rule is... I don't have the money! Oh. Please come again.